Redskins dropped the ball. Redskins lost. The, the Redskins lost that game. That's that's definitely a the Packers didn't win because Brett fought. They didn't play that well. That's that's that should definitely be the headline against the Packers. I mean, for the headlines tomorrow, Redskins dropped the ball against the Packers. Yeah, no lie. I think <laughs> the headline should be the Redskins suck. Well, at least well off, we got no more offensive linemen left. They're gone. They're done. Mike Shiloh can't even hike it in shotgun. I know. Well, that was like the most sorry excuse. Like, here are your, here are your Hoosiers. <laughs> when they came out after that, um, they got the ball back for those three downs in the first one. They like, Jason Campbell fell on the missed, uh, you know, snap on the, the shotgun. And then right. the next down wasn't there like a sack or something or a penalty. I believe. And then the third down was like a sack. And it's like, we're moving backwards and wasting clock. <laughs> Here we go. Now let's throw it to Santana Moss and let him drop another one. Yeah. And then just to change it up, let's throw another one to Brandon Moore. It looks like he might come down with it and dunk. Might like you look like he may all might just earn. You know how much has he made? He's made five million dollars a catch this year. <laughs> well, you know what? He did. He did catch a couple in this game, didn't he? Didn't he catch two? I don't think so. I don't know. Well, maybe he did. Um, I know he caught one. He did. No, I'm he didn't. Sure. He, one. he just had that deep one thrown to him that just glanced off his fingertips. That's the only one I remember him getting. That's I thought he one caught one over near the sideline, like a little, little, uh, I don't know. I thought he caught a pretty short one. That was last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I was speaking it up. Um, I was reading an interesting article that said, uh, Santana Moth benched himself during the game. I thought, I think we all thought that the coaches benched him. But it said in that article that Jason Campbell only had four passes completed to wide receivers in the whole game. I know. And then there's like Chris Cooley with what, eight or nine or something like that? Yeah, yeah. He had, he had a career day for him, 105 yards, yep. nine receptions, a touchdown. But yeah, then, man. you know, they had to start keeping him in for protect because no one could do anything. Todd Wade got pulled out because supposedly he pulled his groin, but I think he pulled his pride because that dude from the, from the uh, Packers was just, Roying him, just driving him backwards every single time. I mean, the guy wasn't even trying to beat him around the side or anything. He was just going straight into him, pushing him <laughs> straight back. There were quite a few injuries. And then Stefan Hare did pretty good when he came in for, at the beginning, and then he got beat a couple times. Yeah, it was a pretty good Hare day, and then and then Hare, uh, he did have the one penalty. For a rookie that was on a guy who obviously is, well, not obviously, but probably is pretty darn good coming in on the, uh, the left defensive end, uh, yeah, defensive end there. 
but you know, even Chris Samuels was having a hard time. Yeah, everyone's having a hard time. Well, dude, at Especially one point, at, at one point, I think Chris Samuels was the only starting uh, lineman in the game from the beginning of the year. Yeah, like Casey Raybach went out. What what were they saying? Was the Casey Raybach was in there? Kendall was in there. He's been in all the games so far. So, yeah, but he to... still wasn't. He still wasn't like the guy that was slated to go for the first week. No, he came no, in at the last all. second. What happened to Casey Raybach? Why did he go out? I never saw or heard. I haven't found out anything about what happened to him. I know he was back on the sideline, like hanging out with a smile on his face for a little while. They showed that. Dude, he came out because it was his turn. It went Jansen, and then uh, <laughs> Randy Thomas, yeah, and then dude, Raybach, and then what's-his-face? Um, it's going to be Kendall next week. Kendall will be gone next week, and then uh, Chris Samuels Josh, will be gone the next week. Josh, you can borrow my uh, my Redskins helmet, dude. You're going to have to go to FedEx Field in a couple of weeks. Dude, I need to go go to the gym this week. See if I get a little, you know, a few reps or something. Him and Ray have, they, Brown, dude. They were saying they were going to have to put in Lorenzo Alexander if he was active today. <laughs> I know, <laughs> dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were talking about that on Redskins post game about well, Ray, Ray Brown did uh, suit up and go back. <laughs> They're like, dude, Ray Brown's fifty seven years old. <laughs> Probably could still do the splits, man. That dude used to be able to do the splits. His last year of football, he could do the splits and touch his head to the ground. It was perfect. Dude, this is the second loss, and it's the second loss that I felt like the other team didn't really win. The, the Redskins just didn't just come through. Away. Yeah, like, all right, let's rewind here. First of all, Sean Taylor, although he did make two nice interceptions, he dropped like three. They were right to him. He dropped <laughs> at least two, and there was the one at the goal line that was like four or five guys, including Taylor, were going after. And, mm-hmm. I mean, there should have been a lot more. Yeah, but that said, that said, even though he dropped them, uh, and he should have called them, that's true, but he did catch two. And if you looked, man, on any yeah. of those plays, even the ones he dropped, he was like flying in out of nowhere to he pick up the, the, yeah, all day long. He, I mean, that, that, that right there. And yeah, he did do get two. And I don't think he really deserves a kick except for maybe trying to lateral the Rocky McIntosh. But, uh, that's, you know, one, he's, <laughs> he's a safety, so you don't expect him to catch everything. Or he'd be playing on offense. And, uh, yeah, what was that lateral thing? He was like suddenly like, ooh, back in high school, we used to pitch it back to the other guy. I know, oh, like, kind of he, he thought there was no time left on the clock or something. <laughs> but then after that, I thought, you know, I was like, man, that he needs to get yelled at for that. But then that's when that crazy series came up where they just, like, fumbled and sacked and sacked. And I was like, well, maybe he just knew that his offense wasn't going to do anything since they didn't Wait. have an offensive line left. But that, yeah. whole San, that whole Santana Moss fumble thing, I mean, it shouldn't, we, we've learned before. Have we ever tried that trickery and watched it work for the Redskins over the past couple of years? Very, very little. Very little. Not since I mean, they used to bring in like Daryl Green every once in a while and he would do it. Yeah, seriously, yeah. it's like, why, why did they run that reverse thing again? Last time they did it, something bad happened. I mean, I don't, I don't understand that. Just do what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I give think, Mike I think, Sellers the ball in short yardage situations. Come on. Exactly. Goodness. And the, the Packers fumbled four times. Both teams had four fumbles each, but the Packers didn't lose any of theirs. Of course, the Redskins, Santana Moss was, of course, when, when the Patriots took the go-ahead score on that. But, you know, Clinton Portis also fumbled. Yep. The Patriots. Another costly one. And Patriots. In defense, 
couldn't do anything more than they did, except maybe pull in another pick. The only bad play the defense had the whole game was on that long pass that set up the touchdown, the first one for the Packers. And Carlos mm-hmm. Rogers, like, you tried to shoulder tackle that dude, which is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, it is the tight end for the for the Packers there. That was By the way, really I mean, they they gave up two touchdowns. Who? Yep. Dude, totally. I know the defense played good. Did you see when uh, uh, Portis fumbled and he went over there and tried to talk to Greg Williams and Greg Williams was just like, "Go away." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you, like we were saying, the, you know, the offensive line is in shambles. The top receiver can't catch. Running backs are fumbling. They won't give the damn ball to Mike Sellers again. It worked last week after everyone complained about it. Why didn't they do it again this week? Joe Gibbs wasting more timeouts. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. What Aaron and I were clock management about this. Yeah, yeah. I, it's un- unbelievable that it's been this long like, that Gibbs has come, since Gibbs has come back, and it still looks like every time they need to do something with clock management, it's like a rookie coach. They always put the camera on, and it's like, and they're wasting time, and they show Joe Gibbs, and he's just kind of sitting there with his mouth open going, uh, uh, what do I do? Uh, like, all these people are trying, I don't know if all these people are giving him advice, and there's too many cooks, or if he just won't make a damn decision. But they should have this stuff scripted, man. I know, even the announcers were like, all right, because it was third down, right? And they were mm. like, so with this time out that he's taken here before third down, he should have a play ready. So if they get down within two yards and they're going to go for it, what play they're going to run. But no, they called another timeout right after the first one, like every play. Yeah. And when we need that timeout, we sure need it at the end. Exactly. Oh, and my other point about at the end is like when he let the clock run down to a two-minute warning after first down. So it was like going to be second down, right? And there's more than two minutes left, like two minutes and 20, if he would have called the timeout. It's been like more like two minutes and 35. Yeah, yeah. And you know they're going to run it with that time left. Yeah. So if you so that narrows down what your defense has to look for. So if they would have called it before the two-minute warning, they know that second down is going to be a run, right? So they gear up and stop the run. Let it run down to the two-minute warning. Then it's third down, and they know it's going to have to be a pass. And then the pass is incomplete. They get the ball back with just under two minutes. He let it run down to two minutes, and then they could run or pass, you know what I mean? Because it was still second down. It didn't make any sense, dude. It, it's not rocket science. Yeah, it's, it's these are decisions that they should be making, and they should be making on you know, snap. There it is. That's our choice. And it's, it's just really frustrating. And they get that, paid millions of dollars for these non-rocket science decisions, dude. Yeah. They get paid more than NASA scientists, and they can't even make a decision like that that's pretty clear-cut. And you yeah, guys know yeah. that I'm, like, the number one defender of Joe Gibbs, but he's starting to get – I'm starting to get mad about this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous. Clock management and indecision on the coaching staff is and no one, And no one can catch. All the announcers, well, it's a young quarterback, blah, blah, blah. But quarterback was the only one playing. Jason Campbell did everything he, he could. He, I mean, practically, he had a great game, you know? Yeah, dude. Sorry to jump on you there. He, yeah, I mean, you know, he ran his own ball in for a touchdown. Yeah, go ahead. Uh-huh. And he had one pick, and that was the one that was that bullcrap call where oh, yeah. Randall F and the defender both came down with the ball at the same time, and the tie should have gone to the, uh, as they say in baseball, tie to the runner. I know. And- both people had the ball. 
totally. I was sitting there screaming at the TV. I was like, it was a simultaneous catch. They caught it at the same time. And, uh, that it. And, and Amy, but even like way before he was, cause Amy was sitting there with me and I was just yelling as soon as they caught it. I'm like, they caught it at the same time that goes to the Redskins. And she's like, how does that work? And I was telling her and everything. And, and then like right after that, Troy Aikman's like, yeah, it looked like a simultaneous catch on that. Not only that, but Randall L's arms were in front of the other dude. Yeah. He came in behind him. So between him and the ball were Randall L's arms. The but ball. you can't, uh, they can't, um, challenge that, right? There's no, it was a judgment call. A bad one. <laughs> a bad judgment call. There were some questionable things through the whole game on both sides, though. There were some bad calls that went to the Redskins, too. Like, one of those holding penalties. Was, yeah, when there were the two holding penalties in a row down down in the uh, red zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The first one was kind of questionable. The second one, definitely holding. The first one, not so much. But man, yeah, what was, was up with Santana Moss dropping that perfectly thrown long pass? That's what he gets paid for. Yeah, well, you know, like that. It, it's just frustrating, and 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 the people are saying very uncharacteristic of him. But he's had a case of the drops all year long. <clears throat> Even yeah. Randall L dropped one today. Yeah, he never and dropped yeah, one. Training and everything, but dude, I mean, it was hitting them in the hands. Even if it's like at shoulder level or just above their head, Mike Sellers had a drop too. Yep. In the hand. You gotta pull that in, man. I think that, that play with Sellers, though, you know, he was trying to make the turn upfield before he actually had the ball. Yeah, and I think you're right. We've, I think we've seen him do that before a couple of times. And, you know, again, it's just a matter of catch the ball, then make the turn upfield and go. I think Cooley was the only one that didn't drop any, unless I remember incorrectly. Cooley had a stellar game. Yeah, and then they didn't throw it to him in the second half. Because they had to keep him back on protection. The green days. <laughs> I don't know if their defense was like great. I knew they had a pretty good defense because that's really what's been, that's really what's been winning the game for them. Because I mean, Brent Favre should have had five picks today. He right. didn't play well at all. He only had one touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Dude, but I, I can't, but, re- I can't really remember their defense making that many stellar plays. It was more like the Redskins dropping the ball. Yeah, but they were, of, they were pressuring Campbell all through. They were, game. they were putting a lot of pressure on. And, uh, and they do have some good players. I mean, um, I think that guy, uh, A.J. Hawk, that came out of Ohio State that they picked up like a year before last, I think he's going to be a killer linebacker for them. Yeah, he's got a lot of upside. Al Harris is pretty good in the back. But, man. Oh, and you know who else oh. sucked? You know who else sucked today? Carlos Rogers. Dude, I know. <laughs> what was up with that pass interference call? Oh, what was that BS pass interference call on James Thrash? was that the illegal contact and pass interference on at the exact same time they okay. couldn't make a decision on one or the other <laughs> so they both called them both at the same time it made absolutely no sense not to mention it can't be pass interference because the ball wasn't in the air yet yeah yeah there were a lot of questionable calls by these refs and, and it, like you said they were going both ways like both teams benefited um but dudes yeah, though did you see they, um yeah, definitely. Did, um, did you see, we we're talking, speaking of Carlos Rogers, did you see that play where he got totally burnt and was going, he should have made that tackle and just bounced off the guy. And, uh, and LeRon Landry was like chasing the guy down. And he and pushed him down. And he pushed him down. He just was yeah. like, Carlos, get out of my way. And he just pushed him out of the way. <laughs> I know. He's like, man, you should have made that tackle. You suck. And he just like pushed him down. Yeah, that was hilarious. 
I didn't notice that at first. Aaron pointed that out when we were, when we were talking. Dude, I was cracking up. I was like, kept rewinding it and replaying. I was like, watch well, a picture man here. But that was really <laughs> that was really the only defensive play that was given up. Yeah, that was you know it. What I mean? That was the only one. Mm. I mean, even you know, usually in the third quarter is when the defense has their like the one series where they poop the bed and they give up eighty yards in about three minutes and and a touchdown usually. That's what they do. They've consistently done over the last few years. They didn't even really have that. They gave up three. They gave up three this time. Yeah. And since we're, and since we're talking about all this stuff, and I think we, we're we all in agreement about this, and so is he himself. I mean, i got to give Santana Moss a kick because, you know, I think the big turning point in that game for the Redskins was when Santana made that fumble and the ball got ran back all the way, you know, for the touchdown. Well, that I mean, was the difference in the game, dude. We I mean, would have won I mean, fourteen to ten without that. That's what I'm saying. Look at it. I mean, that that is the that was the turning point. I mean, there was there was a lot of other stuff that happened, but the other turning point was when Santana Moss on the fumble, but then when he gave that interception to the other team, right when we were moving into scoring position, that was down at like the twenty yard line. I'm saying Santana gets my kick all day long. Um, John and I were talking a little bit, and I was like, well, I kind of kick Carlos, but then there's the Santana. And then he just kept dropping balls, so it's just like, ugh. Yeah, he I didn't think, have a dude, I think Santana's getting our unanimous kick in the balls, which has never was, happened in Harry Hart football. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was like, we might as well each pick a new kick in the balls because I think he gets an overall unanimous listeners, everyone. There isn't a single person listening. I don't think that's going to be able to say, no, he had a good game. <laughs> no, he, he, gets, he gets the overall <laughs> Episode 99, Grande Kick. Which no, is but We yeah. don't have to pick other ones, because why would we? It's, it's, it's obvious. By like, the way, yeah. this, like, this is the uh, this I mean, is episode 99. I was going to say, this is episode 99, the uh, Andre Carter episode. I mean, even Joe Gibbs could have made the decision on this one. It was obviously Santana Moss <laughs> who gets the kick in the ball. Santana Moss. That's uh-huh. right. Oh, my. All right, what about your game ball? Give a secondary kick to Joe Gibbs on the coaching staff, though, because y'all got to wake up and make a decision. Only or fire one, that because it's Somebody needs to get a watch. Greg Williams was doing fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The defense side was pretty good. What more are you going to do? You gave up 17 points total. When your defense no, no. Was on the they, they gave up second once again. Correction, dude. They gave up 10 points. <clears throat> That's true. Right. Dudes, they got to hire somebody who's like a watch boy. Like basically, that carries around a digital clock and like shoves it up in front of Joe Gibbs' face, like you know, at the end, you know, maybe he's just not watching the clock. There's somebody like, that's like Mr. Clock Manager. Thirteen seconds, coach. Ten yeah. seconds. Coach. Thirteen. Ten seconds, coach. Call timeout. Call time. No, you need to give just like Jason Campbell like three plays he can choose from if he doesn't get the call with five seconds before they have to hike it. Just be like, yeah. That's it. We're going. This is ridiculous, we'll man. Well, he'll get a little more comfortable with that if that if he gets put into a situation, especially like if his communications go out or something like that. Well, he'll be able to be audible or something. He should be thinking right. about that. Because yeah. This is ridiculous. We'll do that job. Harry Hog Football will do that job. We can rotate one person, one of us a week to be the watch guy. Speaking of, does anyone know if Dallas lost at least? They did, Dallas, dude. Dallas ended up losing by a ton. By like they 20. got housed 48 to 27. Sweet. Because when I was listening on the way here, it was, like, pretty close, like 28-24. Dallas lost. Um, Philly won today. They won, like, 16-9 or something against the uh, Jets. Giants didn't play, did they? 
Giants play tomorrow night. They play Atlanta. Ooh, we need Atlanta to win that one. Baltimore beat Seattle like twenty-two to three. Miami is still winless, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, the Bengals lost to. Uh... They did. Kansas City beat them twenty-seven to twenty. Well, there's your scoreboard. It was Carolina. <laughs> Over Arizona today, twenty-five to ten. All right, dude. So game balls, game balls. Uh, Pearson Prelude yeah. gets my game ball. For real? Francis. Why? Seriously. Dude, he actually had a good game. Did you guys see? Did you guys watch him? Yeah, but I was just wanted you to tell the listeners why. He played. He played really well. And plus, I thought, when do would I ever give a game ball to Pearson Prelude? I mean, it's obvious with some of the other game balls, and I won't even mention because. You know, I think we would probably all have like a unanimous game ball for, you know, either a, a certain tight end or quarterback. But, you know, I just kind of look for the little shining stars here and there. I mean, you can't give Sean Taylor one on the D because he did drop some interceptions, even though he had two. I, I don't know. I just thought that Pearson Prelo, every time I saw him, he was playing well. He was doing his job. So there it is. I'm giving Pearson Prelo the game ball today. Cool. All right. John? Um, well, I kind of like to give one to Sean Taylor. The dropped interceptions, I'm not going to pick on too much because he did have two picks. <laughs> and like I said, if he, you know, if he was going to catch everything that came his way, he'd be, he'd be saying Phantom Moss, right? <laughs> or, or, or you could look on the bright side of it, dude. Exactly. He, exactly. They, those weren't dropped interceptions. Those were passes defended. That's right. We're knocked down. Pass is knocked down. But my uh, my game ball goes to Rock Cartwright. Four kick returns, 109 yards. There you Um, go. That's a great field position to come back or to 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 increase the lead, and instead, you know, then they do that that reverse thing, trickery, and good old 89 fumbles the ball. So uh, you know, Rock Cartwright had another great day as a kick returner. And he had a, at least one tackle on special teams. At least. I can't remember. He may have had more. Yeah, he had one on special teams. Man, Santana so, Moss better come to play the rest of the season. Dude, I know. Like I said, this isn't the first game. We've been dropping them all year long. So No, not. Yeah. I was about to say not last week, but he didn't play. He's <laughs> <laughs> those goo goo gadget legs cranked up, man. And those yeah. goo goo gadget arms. Yeah, he's really had to. Catching has been very questionable this year. Man, I'm still mad about that James Thrash call. That that was just completely bogus. Yeah. So anyway, Aaron, game ball. Chris Cooley. Obvious. Or Captain Chaos. Obvious. Nine catches over 100 yards. Um, mm-hmm. One touchdown. Um, Double Captain Obvious. The only person on the Redskins that um, could actually hold on to the ball. Apparently. See, no, that was too easy because I was totally going to give Chris Cooley the game ball too, dude. But I had to go find somebody else. I could find some other people. Hold he on. deserves it, though. He totally deserves it, Chris Cooley. And I would give another one to Jason Campbell. He, he did everything that he could. Yep. He had a great game. Yeah, he did. <laughs> 200. He had, like, what, close to 250 yards passing. Um, one TD. He threw a TD. He threw one questionable interception. I mean, that that wasn't really even his fault. 
217 yards. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Talk amongst yourselves until I remember. <laughs> you were going to say, damn it, I can't believe the Redskins lost another game they should have won. Wait, how did you guys feel about Fred Smith today? He seemed to do pretty well. He was very physical, like he usually is. Yeah. I thought, I mean, he played okay. I was just trying to think of, like, other guys that we saw, you know. Uh, we did, didn't see a whole lot of uh, uh, London Fletcher. Saw a little bit of him today, not a whole lot. Yeah, he was there. I mean, he still led the team in tackles, but he was, you know. Saw Sean, Sean Springs a few times. Yeah, I mean, really, it was every time there was a deep ball thrown, you saw Sean Taylor coming in from center field to either knock it down or pull it in as a pick. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> Sean I Taylor's mean, like, Carr, maybe he should have had like five picks in this game. He right. did once again, it's a game that, you know, everyone's talking about the resurgent Brett Favre. He really has not been that good this year. Yeah. His defense has carried him for the most part. They have no running game. It's, you know. I got an idea, dude. Maybe should, they should just rush 10 guys. And uh, just keep Sean Taylor back in the middle of, of the field deep. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is what I want to talk about. Um, I'm really worried moving forward since we don't have any offensive line. So let's do a breakdown of the injuries right quick. Yeah. John Jansen, gone for the year. Um, Randy Thomas, is he gone for the year or just pretty much? He is still active. Still active, but he's pretty much done for a while. He's, they're hoping to get him back before the end of the year, but he's still on the roster. Um. Now who got all right? Who else do we got? Um, Raybach. Raybach. What happened to him today? Do you know? I think he was afraid he was going to hold on a run, so he took himself out. <laughs> it was okay. preventative measure. Yeah, because like I, I said, I, I saw him on the sideline hanging out, and they never said what was wrong with him that I heard. All right, so, so we don't know what his status is, and let's move across there. Um, oh, oh, sorry, Todd Wade, the backup. Got injured, and then his backup got injured. Stefan Heyer, you know Stephon, what he did? Yeah, they're saying Wade and uh, Raybach both had groin injuries, groin issues. Um, but I didn't Wade did. come back in? He had to, dude. What's up? Wade like, had to come back in. They're like basically, they're like, dude, your groin hurts less than Stefan Heyer's hamstring. You're back in there. <laughs> he didn't have a choice. Yeah, it was either so, that or they're going to put in like Liddell Betts or something as the lineman. They were yeah, Randall L. Put a D lineman in. They would have had to put in like Andre Carter. You put Randall L. in over there. <laughs> <laughs> he does everything else anyway. I'm just hoping, you know, with with linemen, all these linemen dropping with supposed groin injuries. I hope they weren't hanging out at like the same house at Ill Repeat out in Green Bay the night before the game. Oh, no, dude. All I know is this. If we don't have an offensive line, we're not going to win any more games. We might as well just pack it up. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that that being the point of, of this, this part of the conversation, Aaron, you're exactly right. Looking I think forward, we need to take a look around uh, at free agents and undrafted folks this week. There's yeah, none, man. There's no one to get. Yeah. There's no one out there, dude. So what do you start do? trading for more picks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll trade we'll you our... our Third round pick, pick in 2013. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the trade your pick from 2029. Well, so many of those those trades end up being completely fruitless. Um, I think we got really, really fortunate with the uh, Kendall trade. Oh yeah, because dude. he he wasn't like old and washed up. He was very disgruntled, but still very good. We got lucky to get him. But I don't see another anything coming. 
Have you heard him talk? He's got like that Bostonian accent. Oh yeah, he's hard in New England. Mm-hmm. And he's he's been arguably the most impressive offensive lineman this year. He's yeah. been solid. All right. ho- hopefully next week we won't talk about him going down with an injury. Who are they going to throw in there, dude? Seriously, they're going to have to start going to like, I don't know, UVA and Virginia Tech and University of Maryland and seeing if they can use their players on Sunday. They could bring back uh, old man Bruce Smith. Dude, he's defense. I know, dude, but it doesn't matter. He's a big guy. Big Ray Brown, he's always there anyway. Dude, why don't we bring in uh, the refrigerator? Really? <laughs> <laughs> He goes by William now, dude. Um, anyway, anyway, dudes, um, I don't even want to do Tom's trivia this week. No one wrote in the answer. You guys slacked off. I'm mad about it. Everybody slacked off after the win. I don't understand what it was. Although we did have uh, a lot of folks uh, getting on the site this week. Um, so yeah, maybe it's because we've slacked off. We slacked a little off a lot on like posting stuff on the site this week. I don't know what the deal is. It's a slack off week. Oh, I did want to congratulate Jason Campbell for winning NFC Player of the Week last week. I think it was rightly deserved. Yeah, I think he's he's doing nothing but getting better and better. Yep. It's smooth. It's smooth. Dude, next week we got the Cardinals in the desert, right? No, they're at home. At but, home. Oh, they are. <laughs> and Even better, uh, dude. And we got to get a win on that one or else... That's right. At least Dallas lost, so we're no further in the hole than we were before the week. You got to look on the bright side. Yeah, true. But this was tomorrow. But this is one of those games where we could have stepped up. Yeah, just like the Giants game, woulda, shoulda, coulda. And uh, next week, field, bad coaching, blew it up. Oh, I know what else I wanted to talk to you guys. Cardinals did lose to Carolina today. Great. Who did? The Cardinals. Uh, really? 25 to 10. Yeah. And then Carolina doesn't even have a quarterback, do they? No, I think they're using like a, their kicker as a quarterback. taking the snaps and like throwing it up in the air and running under it the whole time. <laughs> Wait, didn't they sign like Vinny Testaverde? Testicle what? <laughs> didn't they dig up <laughs> Vinny Testicle? <laughs> Vinny Green Testicle? <laughs> anyway. Dudes, <laughs> I did want to bring up to you guys, um, some people might find this interesting. I had the... Um, pleasure of uh, having dinner and chatting with the other night um, someone that worked very closely with Dan Snyder and I don't want to say her position in case she would like you know or his position in case he or she <laughs> I didn't really want to, I didn't want to expose her for her uh, comment <laughs> about about Dan Snyder but I was like what was it like to work work for Dan Snyder and she was like what do you think it was like? And I was like, I think it must have sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, well, it wasn't a walk in the park a lot of times. And I was like, she's like, what do you think about him as a Redskins fan? And I was like, I think he ruined the team. <laughs> and then I proceeded to tell her why. And I hope I didn't like offend her. I don't think I did. I didn't seem like she she friends with him? I don't know. But she worked for him for 11 years, like before he owned the team, like up until like this year. So. Really? Yeah. Did it keep in touch? I don't know, dude. But see, I think by me saying that he ruined the team, I think any chances of us getting those luxury box tickets went through the, uh, you know, they're out the window now. 
See, that's the perfect example of what is wrong with the Redskins nowadays. He doesn't have anyone to tell him when he screws up. He needs Harry Hog football around to be like, that's a dumbass decision. Why are you doing that? <laughs> no, right. man, don't do that. He should be he calling should the hotline daily to ask us our advice. That's that's why he needs us around. Exactly. He doesn't need Probably. us. He just needs, like, any Redskins fan. Any Redskins yeah, fan. any real Redskins fan can probably tell him the same thing that we're always saying. They all totally. Run, Mike Sellers more, um, et cetera, et cetera. Feature Stop charging eight dollars for seven dollar beer. Um, lower the ticket prices. Lower ticket prices for the general public. Nobody wants luxury seats. We just want to go to the game. Restaurants and whatnot around the stadium are like something, so there's something right. to do. Yeah, take luxury seats out that whole yellow section. Make them general admission so you can get the place. Drop the price by twenty five to thirty three percent, and don't and um, put some uh, LCD screens above each urinal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and get the three dudes that are always like pounding the ground. It looks like they're the one dude in the middle is, is like you know playing with himself. You guys got to get rid of that graphic. Yeah. I can't believe it's been there. For <laughs> <laughs> and that and that oh oh oh, 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 oh music. Get rid of that. <laughs> At least he finally got an escalator to the upper deck. Yeah, that was nice for him to finally get that on there. You put yeah. an escalator on the upper deck. Escalator. Oh. Escalator. <laughs> uh, anyway, dudes, let's wrap this thing up. A crappy game, another lost opportunity. The Redskins dropped the ball. Literally. Sure did. And uh, hopefully and, uh, next week. Um, We'll be episode 100, so we got special stuff in store for you, like maybe some sound effects. And uh... <laughs> we do actually. The website's getting an overhaul. You'll you'll uh, notice next week for episode 100 that uh, we will launch the, uh, I guess what we're calling Harry Hog 3.0, since we've had <laughs> three versions of our website so far. But uh, lots of uh, new user-friendly things. It'll be a much cleaner, easier-to-read interface. Um, should uh, hopefully everybody will like it. So, and we'll be and we'll be bringing back Tom's trivia. That's right. We'll bring back Tom's trivia, and we need some answers to Tom's trivia. And in the meantime, if you want to write us, you can send us an email. What's that address? Redskins fan at harryhogfootball.com. That's h a r r y hogfootball.com. Or, as always, you can call us up on the Harry Hog Hotline at 202-657-HAIL. That's H-A-I-L. And, and in Washington, D.C. What's that? Yeah, that's true. Really lucky you might ring in while we're recording like Mr. Mister did last week. Mm-hmm. This week, mm-hmm. everyone's already, like, gone to bed. Exactly. People went to bed at 4.15 today. Man, it would up my uh, anger by about... 80% if the Cowboys would have won. Uh, it would have upped my anger by even more than that. So pissed, because all you're going to hear on Monday are all these Fairweather fans that are falling off the bandwagon by in droves right now going, How about them Cowboys? <laughs> How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? So we're 3-2 and two, tied up with the Giants. Giants play tomorrow night. Uh, so technically they could go ahead of us. Um uh, Eagles are two and three behind us. Dallas is now five and one. So right now we're still sitting uh, one tied and a half with, game back, tied with the Giants for second in the uh, NFC East. 
Giants could also move to third tomorrow, too. Anyway, we're still in the hunt. We're still in the hunt, but... Don't like forget we still have two games with Dallas, too. That's right. That's true. Hopefully we'll have... Hopefully it's not going to be Aaron, Josh, and John on the offensive line by week 16. If well, that's your last game. Like, I don't know. Maybe it could be me and Josh, but, dude, I don't know if you can handle the line. No, <laughs> I, I definitely will not be able to play on the line. I don't know. You need to, like, practice, like, holding for kicks or something, John. Yeah, yeah. I think I think. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, dudes, we'll talk to you guys next week on episode 100. 100 oh, episodes. Harry Hog Football. The centennial episode next week. That's right. Hopefully we'll be able to talk about a good victory. Mm-hmm. Until then, this is Aaron, Josh, and John saying... Oh, wait. We need a random Redskin of the Week. <laughs> You always forget, man. I always forget the random resume of the week. I'm sitting here getting ready to say it. I agree. I got oh, one. Oh, you want to know it now? Yeah. Well, so, so, wait, 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 don't give it, don't give it, don't give it. I forgot to mention this, and officially I can bring this up because John called me before the game to let me know it was going to happen. <laughs> that if anybody watched Comcast Sportsnet for the post game. You'll notice that one Mr. LeVar Arrington is uh, big number 56 in Washington. Mr. Nichols in the Giants is uh, has made an appearance as an, as a uh, sportscaster now for Comcast Sportsnet on the post-game show. Hanging around with Brian Nichols. He, and I thought he did a nice job. He was very calm. He was poised. I thought he, you know, spoke his mind a little bit. They asked him questions about being on the inside. He flirted a little bit with KJ while she was standing outside of the locker room. I mean, Dude, you know, I thought and he was stylish. He was very stylish. Those other guys are in like the Brooks Brothers suits. Arrington walks in. He's got like his big collar shirt coming out of his leather jacket. He's got his big old dreads hanging out the back of his head. He did look about 40 pounds lighter, but uh, it was good to see him. Dude, anyway. I yeah. really thought we were going to make it into episode 100 without hearing about LeVar Arrington. Dude, he, he had played an active part in today's. You know, post-game activities. There was I could not mention him. By the way, I'll, I'll give him a shameless plug for his new restaurant, Sideline Grill, if you're in the Washington, D.C. metro area. There you go. Because we'd love to have a bar on the show. And on the- <laughs> there you go. And we'd love to we'd love to have some more defense or offensive linemen on the sideline. That's right. Now, how about that random red skin of the week? All right. Good Number- week. From Penn State, number fifty. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I thought I, in a celebration of all the drop passes this week, uh, this week's random Redskin of the week is a wide receiver from Clemson, where the end stands for knowledge. He is Rod Gardner. Oh no! Oh, oh. <laughs> oh man! Gardner. Celebration of the wonderful weekend that our wide receivers had. Rod Gardner is your random Redskins. Speaking of wide receivers that suck for the Redskins, I heard that Brandon, or what's his face, Jacob, what was his name? No, Jacob Taylor. Jacob Taylor got cut last week. Jacob Taylor, Jacob, someone else signed him, though. I forget who. And he did something for the 49ers that he didn't do for the Redskins, and that's catch a touchdown. In any event, dudes, let's wrap this thing up. No He's going to be at Redskin Park on Tuesday trying out for the Hey, dude, that's kind of like Brandon Lloyd. He did something for the 49ers that he hasn't done for the Redskins. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, wait a minute. Caught a pass. <laughs> For touchdown. And okay. Egg whites on the hand. Okay. Alrighty. Alright, y'all. We'll see you next week. Hail to the Redskins. Aaron Josh and John saying, See you, Cowboys fan, this week. Joe Cowboys! Oh, they fell off the bandwagon. How about them Cowboys? <laughs>